0: Ah, welcome back. Fire's just getting going, so make yourself comfortable. Got a bit more to tell you about Silway and her crew looking for her bow. Of course, she'll deny it. Funny thing about adventures is you never really know what's gonna happen till it does. Who you'll meet till you do. Sometimes you get to traveling with folk you'd never have chosen. But that's life on the road. And this is Multi Class
1: Theater, Trevor Quest. The group of you find yourselves in T- the Tila Town Square. Before you is a pool of blood and two small, I wouldn't even call them puddles, maybe. Like somebody squished a bug where you dispatched the two redcaps. Around you, the shadows seem to be growing a little bit darker as a fog begins to roll in across the town. You're yet to see anyone or hear anyone. It is eerily silent. Even the crickets seem to have stopped chirping.
0: So, um, we have a little problem here says very clearly in my contract, I do not have to deal with monsters of the Shadowfell if I do not feel like it. So, um, deuces. And Glitterfuzz poofs into thin air, <laughs> leaving little speckles of glittery fuzz slowly raiding down. Did you go somewhere?
2: What happened? Is that a thing fairies do? Do they just poof?
1: Yes. You turn around and you notice that Sigmund is also missing. And it's just the three of you standing there in the foggy town square.
2: All right, what just happened? This is creepy. Are we all
3: going to poof? I am not inclined to go poof. At least not at this moment. That's
2: good to know. Dookie, are you feeling poofish?
4: Yeah, no, (laughs) you know, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think I have the uh, emotional capacity to poof. So, uh, I'm... uh, Hoping not,
2: you know. All right. I, um, two of my crew members just disappeared. I don't, I don't like this place. This, this is not the Shadow Realm.
3: What is happening here? Oh, you did not mean that question rhetorically. I thought for a moment you were just, uh, just asking a rhetorical question.
2: No, I really don't know what's going on. Hey, does, uh, you know,
4: anybody have any, uh, sort of spell you know to uh feel out what kind of magic is going on
2: i don't think i know any spells like that but i can detect magic
4: yeah <laughs> you know what i think that's what i meant so uh i don't know i don't have that kind of ability so uh perhaps you could uh do that you know
2: all right well she looks around for any auras or residual magic anywhere
1: i mean you see residual magic where glitter fuzz poofed but otherwise, no.
2: I can see where Glitterfuzz was. And she moves her hand to that spot and like waves it through the aura to see if it like dissipates like smoke or something.
4: Well, I gotta say, you know, uh, Glitterfuzz uh, kind of voluntarily abandoning us uh, isn't really feeling that great, you know?
2: Right. I don't recall signing a contract with him either. Contracts aren't really my style. Did you all sign contracts?
4: Yeah, I certainly didn't sign that. Uh, no. No, I didn't. No.
3: I basically told you I wanted to sail on your ship, and you said yes. So a verbal contract of sorts. That makes sense. I guess fairies are unreliable people.
4: Uh, do fairies have any, uh,
3: weaknesses? When they're, they're small, easy to step on. I saw a play once, where, uh, you could help fairies out by clapping. But I think it was pure propaganda. Yeah. All right. Well, as as group leader, I'm
2: officially making a decision. We are going to wait for one hour and recover our warlock spell slots. And then we will move on if no one appears before then.
1: Okay. So the group of you rest for an hour. And during that time, the fog continues to roll in. In no time, you find yourselves surrounded. You can see barely the buildings surrounding the square but otherwise everything is draped in shadows and fog at the end of the hour you begin to hear a hammering a little ways off it sounds like somebody pounding on an anvil
2: a little ways off like very very faint or
1: uh, it's tough to gauge in the given you don't really know the layout or you know the surroundings the fog it's not like it's really tough to tell how far. You can pinpoint the direction, but you can't really tell how far away it is.
3: The sound is coming from a south southeast direction, which is that way. Any points?
2: <laughs> what else should we investigate? Sorry, I'm the leader of the group. We should investigate.
4: Yeah, right right on bass. Let's go.
2: All right. But do it do it stealthily. Like let's let's See if we can see what's going on without them realizing we're here first. Whatever you say, Captain.
4: Oh, oh yeah, you got it. You got it, you know. Awesome. That is something I can do. I can do really well.
2: I assume you all can do that. It's a basic skill, yes.
4: Well, basic now. Whoa. (laughs) I've uh, worked (laughs) a long time, you know, to be as stealthy as
1: I am.
3: Oh, good. Glad to hear it. I was born a shadow at midnight. All right, so we will sneak up on the anvil sounds.
1: Okay, you begin to prowl your way through the streets. And as you get to the outskirts of the town, you see that there is one house that is set back from the others, almost at the edge of the forest. From it, you can see a faint light shining out of its windows. From within, you can hear the sound of anvils. And you also hear the voice of a man. I died him for the king, wham! I died him for the queen, wham! The armourer knows what beneath his blows, but what he'll never say. Wait, Shh. Lest the birds carry this song to unfriendly ears. What strange times will find and weigh down upon these heads, down upon these humble shoulders. You, be quiet! Enough of your noise. And then he gets back to hammering.
3: Was that two voices that we heard?
1: One voice. One
3: voice. Okay.
1: And,
2: well, this needs investigating, I'd say. Sylway's so got to sneak up to the window and see if she can peek inside.
1: Give me a stealth check. Uh, 29. Okay. You gracefully skulk across the open ground and peer inside the window. And inside, you see a disheveled old man in a dirty robe- hunched over a very large anvil next to him a fire rages in a furnace and he has a hammer and he's hammering on a piece of metal of some nature he seems very intent upon his work and oblivious to your presence
2: does this look like a private residence that we've stumbled onto or is it like a shop has a front that we can just walk in like customers
1: You'd have to kind of go around to the other side, but from looking inside of it, from where you are, it it doesn't seem to be a shop. At least there are no wares or goods out for display. There's no counter. Uh, It seems like the entirety of the space is this um, shop. There are odd bits of metal. There are, you know, stuff scattered everywhere. Uh, There's a broom that actually has cobwebs covering it looks like it has not been used in some time
2: uh quick detect magic to see if anything is blazing hot with magic
1: uh yes you see that there is something blazing with magic there seems to be something just to the right of the man it is covered with a piece of white cloth and the cloth seems to be the only clean thing in this entire room
2: is it a large object or
1: something? uh i would say about about as big of maybe a small plate.
2: Is it is it flat like a plate?
1: Uh not completely flat. It rises uh an inch or two on one side, flat on the other, mostly flat on the other.
2: So we will uh back down from the window and, and sneak back to her companions. That's definitely a blacksmith of some kind. Then don't, don't see who he's talking to. And there's something very, very magical underneath the cloth next to him. He seems harmless, we could probably just go talk to him. Well then, let's go say hello. Alright. Off we go then. And she'll go around the, the you said there was a this is the backside, so there might be a front of this building.
1: Yes. The front faces the forest, whereas every other building that you've passed has faced the village itself.
2: So we will channel channel her inner roton and go knock on the front door.
1: Oh, be still my lovelies. Some crazed spirit knocks upon our door. Scatter hide, lest they see you and take you from me. The door opens about an inch. Can I help you? Um,
2: I hope so. I think we can't find anyone else nearby. We, we need help, but you're the only person we can find in this, in this area.
1: Help is given, but also taken. Are you one to give or take?
2: I don't usually take help, but or give it for that matter. <laughs> but I'm looking for yours.
1: Quiet. Away. Scurry. Sorry.
4: Oi, you <laughs> do you have a uh, you have a little pet or something? I love animals, man.
1: Mind your tongue. Mind your eye. Oh they will take them. Come in. Have some tea. And he opens the door. Go inside? You walk inside a disaster of a room. There are, as I said, bits and metal and scrap everywhere. There's refuse. There are rusted dinner plates, utensils. There is what seems to be a wash basin in the corner that is filled with refuse. Hanging above the furnace on a hook is a kettle, which has seen far better days. So tea it is.
2: Sure, tea sounds great. Maybe we should start with introductions. Um, what, what is your name, sir?
1: Who's asking? I, I am.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: I'm ambivalent. Hello, ambivalent. I am
3: Jeremiah. Well, hello there, Jeremiah. Nice to meet you, Jeremiah. Do you live here?
1: I live here in me, but this is where I stay.
2: Well, what do you mean?
1: I mean what I say. What do you mean?
2: I'm confused. Why is is there no one else in this little little village here?
1: Oh. And he turns and walks to the the window and looks out at the village for the first time. Oh. They've come. They've finally come. My prayers have been answered. And he turns and begins talking to something or nothing very low on the floor. Did you hear, my lovelies? They've come. They're all gone. We're free. We're free. We're free to be. And the king and the queen comes. And we shall present them with the gift. Yes, this gift. That gift you're right. It is time.
2: I don't suppose you have a small fairy and a a foppish rich man in there, do you?
1: What fairies? What are you talking about? Nothing, never mind. And he gets up right in your face. His breath is foul. His eyes are glazed over with cataracts, to the point that you don't even think he can really see. What do you mean, fairies? Who sent you? Was one of the others? I don't know what you're talking about. I i sent myself. That's just what they'd say. <laughs> and what about you? You have bagpipes. Would you, uh, would you play something for me?
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, don't you know? Of course I will. Uh, you got any requests? Uh, No, okay. Hey, that's all right. I'll, uh, I'll search here in my, uh, noggin and, uh, hold on a minute. Sometimes it takes a little bit and dookie like is just staring straight ahead, like literally eyes kind of just searching for what to play. Oh, I got it. And uh, dookie plays, um, not, not the best, but you can follow the melody, you can follow the tune. It's, it's mediocre, you know, but Dookie is trying so hard.
1: So as Dookie begins to play, a tear runs down Jeremiah's face. <laughs> and he seems absolutely lost and entranced in the music. And as he sits there, listening, his expression falls away and sort of a peace comes over him. And then suddenly... There was a loud knock upon the door. Oh, they found us. Oh, I think it's another one them fairy folk. Quick, everyone hide.
2: is trying very hard not to cast silence on the bagpipes that entire time. <laughs> but yeah, she,
3: she hides. W- where is there to hide? Oh, I'll find a place.
1: You could duck behind the anvil. Probably, uh, that's about it. Unless you wanted to try to move junk and bury yourself. There really is no place to hide.
3: Are there rafters? I think Zevadine would go up into the rafters if there were rafters.
1: Uh, not really? Well, yeah, actually there kind of are. Holding the sort of, it's like a thatched roof. So there are crossed beams holding up the roof.
2: I roll a 23 stealth, so... So he finds a space.
1: Okay. I think Dookie would go to the door. To answer it? Or hide behind the other side?
4: <laughs> uh, that seems rather fitting, but, um... Are there any cracks or or are, are there windows where Dookie could, like, look, peer in the corner to see who is at the door?
1: There's no window that looks out at the door, but let's see if there's any cracks in the door. Oh, no, this is a surprisingly sturdy built door. There are no cracks or holes in the door. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Zebedine, do you want to give me a, um, I guess, dexterity check to see if you can, or athletics?
3: Yeah, a uh, 17.
1: Okay, yeah, you could e- easily climb up into the rafters or into the crossbeams. So Silway's hidden, Zebedine is hidden, and Duki is... Here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Existing.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. You hide behind the door right over there. I'll open it and they won't see you.
4: Hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah, thanks, my guy. you got it.
1: And you too. And once again... Jeremiah looks to the floor, to something that may or may not be there. Don't say anything. And then he hobbles over to the door. My eyes are cold, my legs are weak. I have nothing for you to, uh, take from me. And he opens the door an inch. Hello? You be a fairy folk. Uh, no,
0: no, decidedly not. I'm human.
1: What do you want? Are you with this lot? Oh, I shouldn't have said that.
0: What? Uh, no. Um, I'm, I'm... She straightens herself. Uh, I am Sister Nemanee Cloudcrest. And I heard some kind of sound coming this way and saw your light. I thought, you're the first sign of life I've seen since I've been in here.
1: What do you know of the king and the queen?
0: The queen of Wrath? No, you know nothing. Come
1: on in. And he opens the door. And reveals
0: a... Medium-height young woman with uh, dark blonde hair pulled back in a ponytail. And very shining, gives Rotan a run-for-his-money silver-colored plate mail with a tabard at her waist that has a raven skull encircled by a ring.
1: So, way you would recognize this symbol. Would
2: I? Amanda doesn't recognize it, so... <laughs>
1: Help me out here. Uh, Silway saw it a very long time ago. Uh, In Quarters End, it was being worn by the Silver Sisters.
2: The Silver Sisters, okay.
1: The skull looks very much like one of the skulls on the ring on your finger.
2: Uh, Silway will remain hidden for the time being. to see how this plays out. Do you want some
1: tea? Oh, that would be lovely.
0: Thank you. Okay. She kind of clanks into the house.
1: He kind of waddles over towards the Where is Silway hiding?
2: In plain sight, according to my awesome dice roll.
1: (laughs) Right, but is she like geographically, like where is she? Is she like by the anvil? Like or is she back by the
2: I think if she could get away with it, yeah, she would want to be in that workshop area. Is this a one room house or It's one room. Okay, well then yeah she would want to if she can get away with investigating what's under that sheet while Jeremiah is distracted.
1: Well she would be next she would be next to the fire if that was the case i that that's a little harder of a role to
3: what if there are like some some blacksmith aprons hung up or something
1: i mean you could be ducking behind the apron or the apron the anvil
3: i think
2: that, that's where my mind was at at the time was like i okay. want to be investigating this workshop while jeremiah is distracted
0: so we're... okay
1: so you're so he he wanders over and he sees you hiding there because he knows you're there Mike, give me a perception check. I was
0: going to ask if I could get to do one of those. Do to beat my stealth Are we going to get a posed roll?
1: Yeah, a posed roll. <laughs> oh, you beat Let's
0: it. See it. God damn it. My original roll was 23, so.
1: You see um Jeremiah like pretending that Sylvie's not there and reaching for the kettle, but he can't actually get all the way to where the kettle is, so he has to like stop and reach over her to get the the kettle and it looks very very conspicuous. I'm
0: definitely not reaching over someone here.
1: <laughs> definitely nothing nothing impeding my progress on the floor. <laughs> Are you alone here? Oh uh, yeah. My why do you ask? I I have just me and Oh the blacksmith in the, the the metal.
4: Really quick, can we just talk about when the door shut, Doogie is just there. Like <laughs> like just standing there with her with uh, his eyes like pinched so close shut because he believes if he doesn't, he believes that if he imagines that, that he is not there, no one can see him. And the bag, he's just like holding his bagpipes for dear life and like hunched.
1: Dookie is behind you. That's the only thing. That's,
0: that's, that was my thinking is that she comes in, the door is blocking her view of Dookie as she walks in. The door shuts behind her. Maybe he closes the door behind her as she's kind of looking around and doesn't take notice of him.
1: Correct. Just standing there. She'll,
0: without turning towards Dookie, she does lift her left hand and put it
1: on the hilt of her sword. Uh, there's no need for that. were I have nothing worth the value, uh, d- unless you want an old broom, I have no use for it. Oh no, no, I no, I have, I have, would never
0: rob you. No, I, I'm a silver sister. My calling is to protect and help those who need it. So if. If you did need help, you should know that I will help you. Help is given and
1: taken. Are you a giver or a taker? Very much a giver, sir. Seems to be lots of that going around here today. Giving or taking? Uh, giving. And he turns and snaps at, again, some space on the floor. No, i not taking. What do you say? Don't use that language anymore. There's a lady present.
0: And I'm sure I don't see anything.
2: Would a perception check reveal anything?
1: Uh, You can make them. 18.
2: Any sign of a voice coming from that area or a disturbance in the dust, like something used to be standing there? Okay.
1: Nope. Nothing. Silway, give me an investigations check.
2: What am I investigating?
1: Well, you said you were peeking around underneath that. uh... Oh,
2: yes. I was going to try to, like, peek at the cloth thing if I could get away with it.
1: Well, he's not looking at you, so.
2: 22 investigation. How subtle is she being? So we can be subtle when she wants to be.
0: Yeah, but how subtle is she being?
2: She's she's trying not to be seen.
0: Is she being. Okay, so are we doing another. Go for it. Perceive
2: if that's a. Yeah. Although she's being stealthy, I should have a 29 on that roll, not a 22.
0: (laughs) Well, stealthing is moving around. Investigating is actually. It's, It's hiding. I'm investigating you! By hiding under this table. Well, okay, so what'd you, what'd, you, what'd
1: you roll, Mike?
0: Fuck me, natural one.
1: Okay, so <laughs> you know she's there, but you don't see her little stealthy... Um, I lift up the cloth. Underneath the cloth, Silway, you see a diadem of tarnished gold. In the center of the diadem, rising above the bin point, is a sapphire. Unlike everything else in this room... This looks different.
2: It was tarnished gold, so it looks kind of old. Tarnished gold. And, okay. Yes. But the cloth is clean and the new. The cloth
1: is clean and new.
2: So she looks at it for a second and goes, huh, and then lowers the cloth again and goes back to hiding because she doesn't know she's been seen yet.
1: So, uh, helping we were talking about.
0: Yes, but I think it would be easier to help if we don't continue to pretend... That we're alone. You can see them too. I can see someone. Or two. Do they talk to you too? Do they mock your very soul? They haven't said anything to me yet. So I'm not sure if that makes them friend or
1: foe. No, they they are biding their time. And then when you sleep, they will start whispering in your ears. Telling you all of your failings and your shortcomings.
4: Speaking of Dookie, s- like... Because Dookie is, like, squeezing and tensing every muscle in his body, he accidentally squeezes a little (laughs) bit too hard on the bagpipe and a little, like, comes out. (laughs) But still has not moved and eyes are clenched so shut.
0: Did you hear that?
1: I think they'd be trying to cast a spell on you. At that point,
0: she kind of sighs (laughs) and turns to Dookie. Taps him firmly on the shoulder.
1: Oh, where did he come from? Mm-hmm. It. It. Uh,
4: no. No. do he just, just still clenched. It's just like no. <gasps>
0: uh, I'm not here.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just continuous nose. <laughs> she sighs again and releases her grip on her, on uh, the hilt of her sword. And you back there, are you also not here? not i'm here i was just told to hide okay and she looks up does she now
1: all right roll a perception <laughs> check
0: <laughs> what uh what was adam's hide
1: uh 26
0: anyone else just the two of you
1: well there's the little one you saw the little one the one whispering mocking talking about your hair was he now doesn't like it at all.
4: Uh so Dookie has lost his balance completely and completely falls over. <laughs> and the backpipes just make this roar of sound. But understand that he is still in a hard crouched position, but now on the floor. Still clenched, eyes are still clenched. and all he <laughs> says is
2: Eh no. Dookie! Dookie, you could can... <gasps> it's okay. <laughs> You can stand up. Well, fine. We can trust this woman.
0: Oh. She tilts her head slightly. You're Tyrion.
2: You can tell? It was the accent gave it away, wasn't it? Uh, well, yes. Yes, I'm Tyrion. Dookie is not,
0: though. Clearly, that sounds more... Vankala?
4: Yeah, I know. You got it. Hey, you got it. And Dookie, like, horribly gets up. I mean, just a mess. Still, the bagpipes are just making all these bad noises. Stands... Eh, hey, you know, I'm a uh my, uh, my boss didn't tell me to get up yet, you know. I'm a great follower of directions. Eh, hey, my name's Dookie, eh. <laughs> and extends his hand to shake. Eh, uh, what's your name?
0: She uh clasps Dookie's hand and puts her um left hand over her over her chest. I'm Sister Nomani Cloudcrest.
4: All right. That's a that's a big important name now. <laughs> You mind if I just uh, call your sister?
0: She thinks for a minute. How about Noni?
4: Oh, I like that. Noni and Dookie. We got some great names going on around here, man. And
1: I'm Jeremiah. Thank you for welcoming
0: me into your home, sir. And up there is Zebedine.
4: Oh, yeah. Zebedine. Come on down, man.
0: I'm actually kind of comfortable up here. Oh, there's another one. Where did he come from? (laughs) She looks up again.
3: Zeb gives a little wave.
0: Ah, there you are. What uh what what brings you out here?
3: Zebodon, by the way. Zebodon Kid Cade. Badass.
4: I like to call him bad booty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we're not we're not gonna do that.
0: <laughs> what the fuck was that? Did that sound better in your head, baby? <laughs> um fuck was that? <laughs>
4: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Trouble quest
3: episode two. Bad booty. Breaking bad booty.
4: <laughs> uh to answer your question, you know, I uh, I do think it sounded better in my head. And I think you were right on, on the on the money with that one. I uh Zebadine, I uh, I apologize for a uh, for that.
3: Accepted. In any
0: case, I was wondering what someone like you was doing out here. <laughs> you were wondering what a Silver Sister is doing in a town that has been swallowed by shadow? Well, well I
3: was looking for for uh, more specifics than that. I mean, there, there are certain things that are obvious.
0: Oh, why am I in this house in particular? No, why are you here? In this town. I think it's one of them existential
3: questions. No, it is... (laughs) So
0: so I'll go go back to my first question, which was, you are wondering why a Silver Sister is in a town that has been engulfed by Shadow. Yes, but you made it sound rhetorical. Well, I thought it was rather self-evident. But I'm here to find out why this town is engulfed in Shadow. Shadow is
1: your friend. Shadow embraces, shadow comforts.
0: He has
2: a point.
1: Do not fear the shadow.
0: Oh, I assure you, I do not.
1: Shadow comes, the king comes, the queen comes. They will be crowned.
0: Crowned! You mentioned the king before, and you said it was not the queen of froth that you refer to, so which king and queen are these? The king of
1: shadow, the queen of shadow. They come, they must be crowned. We are in their kingdom. I don't you see? Haven't you seen the shadow? It greets us. It beckons us. It calls to us. We only follow. We crown, and they give. And we live. Forever. When
2: you say crown, do you mean literally or figuratively?
1: Aren't they the same? No. Then both. And none. And all.
2: So... How do we find this king and queen of shadow?
1: To find the king, to find the queen, just follow the path of shadow.
2: What in the path of shadow?
1: If you follow the path, then you could help. You will help. I think this is why you are here. Aye, I, I do. You are here to crown the king, to crown the queen. You will make them whole.
2: I mean, sounds fine. I do enjoy his shadows, but it's not what I came here.
1: I think it is. I think it is their will. I think you are all here, on purpose, sent by them, to me, to carry a gift. You want us to carry a gift for you to the Shadow Queen and King? Yes, to carry their crown. That sounds fine. Yeah, I can carry a crown.
4: Sure. I know that this is a coming real out of left field, you know, but I'd look real nice in a crown. (laughs)
1: The crown is not for you. The crown is for them, for them alone.
4: You know, I'm really sorry about that. It's uh, something I really shouldn't have said
1: either. It's okay. They forgive. I forgive. And then he turns and points at the floor. But those little bastards do not.
2: Yeah, about those two.
3: Um, you know we can't see that, right?
1: You will see when they want you to see.
3: Perhaps you could ask them politely to let us see them.
1: Do not talk to me of them. Ignore them. Come, come. And he waddles over to the anvil. And he picks up that object that was beneath the cloth. And he places it on the anvil. And he pulls back the cloth to reveal the tarnished golden diadem. Did you make that? I did. It is my calling. It is what they chose me for. And you will be, you will be the bearers. You will take
2: this to them. So, sorry, are they both sharing one crown, or are, they, are there two
1: crowns? It is their crown. The crown for king, the crown for queen. I see. Do you? Do they have one head or two? He starts to narrow his eyes at you. Why are you mocking me? Why do you mock them? I'm just, that's just asking questions. Your questions are blasphemous. Yeah, they, they usually are. Mind your tongue, or lose it. And he turns back to you, Noni. You, you shall carry it. He clears away some debris from a pile near the anvil. And he pulls out an ornately carved rosewood box. Much like the crown, it appears to be in good shape. Almost ancient yet new, untouched. He picks up the diadem and he places it in the box. He closes the lid very slowly, as if not wanting to take his eyes off of the crown. Once it's closed, he puts his hands on the box for a moment and closes his eyes. And then with a deep breath, lifts it and hands it to you, Noni. She accepts it somewhat
0: wearily. Um, is the box marked in any way, or is it just a real simple plain rosewood?
1: Uh, it is carved uh, ornately.
0: Um Does any of this business of, like, shadow king and queen sound like any sort of legend or... or...
1: Give me a history check. Of course, it would be
0: the one I don't have ranks in. That's fine.
1: Come on, dice. Oh, 15. Well, you're not an expert. You've heard stories of different fey folk who have been um, cited from time to time, and you know that... Certain fey have certain markings, certain sigils, certain symbols that are reoccurring. And as you're looking at the box, you see that uh, amongst the various carvings is that of a fox.
2: All right, so I'm still confused. You made a crown for the Shadow King and Queen. Did they ask you to do this? Do you, do you know these, these King and Queen? How long have you been doing this?
1: I... I've been working on it all my life. How old are you? I am 87 years old.
2: Well, this town has only been in shadow for, what, a week? It has been my secret. Did you have anything to
1: do with the shadow appearing suddenly and recently? No, that was the sign. The sign foretold that the bears would come. And here you are. I
2: see. So you've been making a crown for 87 years. Waiting for this shadow to appear, which it did, and then the bearers to
3: appear, which we did yes, it is fate a little bit of a of a question up here uh so so when you say that the uh that that the signs told you that the bearers would would arrive what a what what signs were those uh, they came in dreams
1: uh-huh could could you describe these dreams to me I saw. I saw a raven, and I saw some sort of flying lizard of silver.
0: Oh, Mother Arcus. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Noni turns to Silve with, like, the biggest eyes.
1: What are you talking about? I thought everyone knew. Literally, nobody knows. In fact, it is so secret that even the inner circle does not know.
3: <laughs> Good old Silway. at <laughs> it again. Somehow the best
1: and worst rogue ever. <laughs> and I heard a sound. A sound like a, a dying quail. And he looks so at Dookie. And when you played, it was... The most beautiful sound I've ever heard.
4: It? Do you mean that my bagpipe sounded like a dying quail? Uh, I mean, yes. you know, <laughs> I I like to take in constructive criticism. You know, I am no master <laughs> of the pipes, but uh, that one cut a little deep, man. You really did.
3: Just take the compliment, Dookie.
4: All right, bad booty.
1: We are not using that <laughs> Just- name. <laughs> and I also saw a demon, dark shadow. You are the bearers foretold in dreams. I accept your fate.
2: All right, one last question, though. Where do we go to find the king and queen of shadow and deliver this crown?
1: he yeah, told you, follow the path of shadow. Everything is shadow. When you set foot on it, it will guide you forth. Yar. <laughs> Yar, just follow it down. Yes. Through the trees. I'm trying to find something. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect this conversation to go on this long. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you put a weirdo character in front of us. We're...
1: <laughs> Have you not been DMing us for three years? Uh, yes. Uh, true.
3: <laughs> this character is the most important mystery that we need to solve. <laughs> <laughs> Step
1: from the door onto Yeah, I'm I'm I think I lost it. Uh what was your last question, Adam? Sorry. And I'll
3: try to uh so zebadine will will drop down from the rafters and he says so i i just had one one final question for you right i mean we we of course all all the faded bearers of this of this crown we're gonna gonna follow the path of shadow as you say but but to that end you know we we uh we want to make sure right that that uh uh, the the horrible light of day never again reaches this place. I want to know if you could tell us how we make sure that that does not ever happen. Please use details. I should probably make a roll for this.
1: <laughs> yeah, make a de- make a deception oh, check, please. Gosh, that's a critical
3: one. <laughs> every every time I try to do something cool. <laughs>
1: Every time. Uh, He rolled a natural 20 anyway. Did he really? (laughs) I think if you keep the king and keep the queen safe, chateau will reign forever.
2: What if we only keep one of them safe? Would that still be good enough? The king, the queen, they're one, you see. Is that why they need one crown?
1: It's a good question. I don't have a good answer to that. (laughs) How many
2: heads does this king and queen have in total?
1: The king, the queen, have what they need. No more, no less. One, at times. Two at times. More, perhaps. Go and see. Well, thank you, for for your time. Before you go, one last thing. And he walks off to the corner. And you hear junk falling to the floor as he sifts through junk. And he comes back and he turns around. And he presents you. With the cobweb-covered broom. Take this. You may need it. Is the broom glowing? Uh, it is not. So he looks dubiously at it. (laughs) He turns to you, Dookie. I entrust this to you.
4: Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for this, uh, wonderful gift. I, uh... I'll work on my uh, on my bagpipes, all right? And then by the next time I see you, it won't sound so much like dying birds, okay?
1: Do you take the broom from him? Yes. Okay, you take the broom from him. He reaches out and he puts his hand on your shoulder. And then he puts his other hand on your other shoulder. And he looks you straight in the eyes. And though his eyes are fogged over, he says to you, It was the most beautiful sound I have ever heard.
4: Oh, man. Wow. Thank you. It's been a hard journey for Dookie. so uh, that really helped. Thank
1: you. He smiles at you. And as he smiles, you see that he has about two teeth in his mouth. One on the top and one on the bottom. Now go! Out the door you go. Time's a-wasting. The queen, the king, they call. You must answer. For us all.
2: Sounds good to me. Let's get the hell out of here.
1: You set foot outside. Nani, you have the box in your hands. You're looking at it. And as you turn to the south... You notice that the mists begin to form a tunnel before you, and they begin to move to the south along a line, revealing a path of sorts, a path of shadow, a tunnel that winds its way through the trees and into the distance. Oh. Nani, you're the only one who can see this. Well, I guess we know which way to go.
2: Do we, though? That guy was pretty crazy. I don't think I trust anything he says. Kay. But he did give us his crown. It's worth some money. Also, it's glowing magically. Very,
3: very bright. What if we just left and pawned it? <laughs> you could do that.
0: We could. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Um,
1: you, I mean...
0: I mean... Bad things would happen. <laughs> it'd be three on one, but...
1: There, well, also, there would be consequences, I'm sure, but...
0: Well, whatever happened here, whether his the Shadow Queen and King are... What he says or not, I think that's where the answers lie. So,
2: what are you talking about? Does, do you see something? on the like path or
0: you don't? You don't see that the mist is drifting off to the south. There? There's
2: shadow everywhere. It's just darkness.
0: Well, good news. Wait, where is it? I have dark vision out to three hundred feet. So, ah, uh, that just seems unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> she closes her eyes for a moment and. Now, all of you, well, if you stand within 10 feet of of her, have dark vision up to 300 feet. Mm
2: -hmm. What is going on? Did you do that?
4: (laughs) Wow. I did. I feel like I'm actually part of the group right now.
0: (laughs) I don't know if that helps. It's possible that it could just be she holds up the box. But at least this way you have a little bit more warning should anything come our way
3: this asset thing that that's you
1: uh, yes that, you, you you have it anyway
3: not, not to 300 feet
1: <laughs> well okay but tieflings do have dark I do it, it's Devil's like sight.
3: suddenly
0: suddenly his vision's like much better
1: <laughs>
4: thank you Noni
0: Well, it's a admittedly temporary solution but it should at least give us a little bit of awareness at least for the next hour.
2: This is amazing. I could have used this so many times when I was sneaking around the, st- the city.
0: Or any time you were dealing with Mist and his darkness bullshit. <laughs> Although that was magical. This is so. what everybody else in my party could see but me.
2: Hey, uh, you
4: guys, I gotta let you know, I'm real choked up about this broom here. I mean, <laughs> wow. Somebody went out of their way to give me a, a gift, you know? Doesn't happen often.
2: They give you a piece of junk from their shop.
4: I wouldn't call it junk, you know.
2: It looks like junk.
0: Master has given Dookie a sock. Dookie <laughs> is free. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow, what's our next move?
0: I was wondering that as well. Well, uh, I can see the path of shadow that Jeremiah spoke of. Let's, so... let's,
3: let's do a test.
2: Let me, let me hold the box and see if I can see it.
0: She hands you the box. And Silway takes it watching her carefully Ken. <laughs> and i see su- can i see the can i still the tunnel or is it faded
1: it is faded from your sight you can no longer see it so way you can you can see it
2: there it, is. there it is i see what you're talking about
0: it was the box that did it and noni holds her hand back out to take the box back
2: well maybe maybe since i'm the party leader i should hold this box
0: i agreed to no such thing
2: oh that's right you're not part of my crew are you well, the thing is, I'm in charge here, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> what What kind of check would I need to make to to see if I know the Silver Sisters, Diana?
1: Uh you could give me a history check?
3: Oh, 20, not bad.
1: Yes, you're aware of them. You know pretty much everything about them.
3: I, I want to revisit my earlier question and ask you what you are doing here. That's actually a very good question we We know what we' are
2: doing here, but.
0: And what are you doing here?
4: Yeah, I was about to say, uh, do (laughs) we?
0: We are searching for Trevor. Oh! I don't know who Trevor is. That's right. And Jeremiah said nothing of Trevor, and this crown does not belong to a Trevor. Therefore, crown and box. I have my own mission.
2: Can you, how about you tell me about your mission first? Then I'll give the box back.
0: That would be great if you could tell us. To find and dispel the shadow that has fallen over this town. Uh-huh, right. But were you
3: just wandering through or did and, and were you like, oh wow, look, there's shadow over there. I should I should do something about that.
0: She gives him the stink
3: eye. And it's not an answer.
4: Man, I, I thought you came because of my bagpipes, man. You, you know? You said you were <laughs> There is great evil in that town. <laughs> I can hear it.
0: This This is my pilgrimage.
4: To hear my bagpipes?
0: No, not to hear your bagpipes. Oh, so you're an initiate? She does a double take. Yes.
2: Ah, good to know. So, if you succeed here, do you get to become an official Silver Sister? Seems like a noble cause.
0: And it looks like I'm going to need that box and that crown to do it. So, please. All right, here. And Silly gives the box back. Thank you. And if your friend Trevor is also lost in the shadow then I will help you find him as well.
4: A team player.
2: That's what I like to hear. This sounds fair. We help you, you help us. But we're all in agreement that we're not actually going to put a crown on the Shadow King and Queen's head, right?
0: I would not be so hasty. So hasty as to do that. (laughs) Good. I had a free (laughs) reaction.
2: We were
4: getting scared there.
0: (laughs) Well, now slow down. Let's hear about (laughs) it. Certainly not one this garish. Shadow over the entire world, you say? Mm.
3: (laughs) So we could just take the crown and ignore
2: this path and go find Trevor instead.
0: And where would you suggest we look for Trevor?
2: In the Shadow Realm.
0: And she kind of sweeps her arm all around?
2: You are correct, yes. There. (laughs) Somewhere there. I have no idea where Trevor is. I'm looking for anyone who's seen him. This, This is the first... That guy was the first person we've seen here since we this place
0: and he has given us a lead as to possibly someone or something that knows more about the shadow maybe we should walk
1: (laughs) walk and talk all right so the group of you begin walking and soon the town is a memory behind you so the five of you walk for some time through the shadowy world you can hear off to your left and your right the chittering of forest creatures The noises of the world seem to have come back, even as you yourselves seem to be walking deeper and deeper into shadow. You spend a few hours walking through the forest, and soon enough the forest begins to thin out, and you find yourselves in rolling hills. Ahead of you, silhouetted against the shadowy sky, you see a dark shadow keep. The drawbridge of the keep is open. There is a strange, strange violet light pouring forth from within. And you think you can hear the sound of music, laughter, and merriment. Nani, as you look forward, you see that the path ahead of you winds over the hills and up to this castle.
3: Now, before we go any further, I think we should discuss what exactly our intentions are here. We're, we're not really planning on on giving uh, this crown over to whoever's inside. Is, are we in agreement there? Definitely in agreement, yes. We must murder the king and... Well, I don't even know who people are, but that's my default.
1: <laughs> I don't know who you are, but...
3: I mean, do do we know that giving the crown to them will be a bad thing? I mean, it is, it could be purely ornamental. It's not ornamental; it's glowing brightly with magic. Well, that that doesn't mean anything. Just means it's magical.
0: Can I? I actually haven't had a chance to study the crown. Um, can I do that with an arcana sure. check to kind of get a better sense of the the magic vibe on this? Oh, stupid die. It was about to hit 18, and then it rolled to 4, so my okay, total is a so seven. you're
1: not really sure what...
0: I mean, I could detect magic on it, too, but...
1: Let, let me
3: take a closer look at that. Oh, okay. 22. And he's, he's an artificer. He should be good at this.
1: Zeb, as you look at the crown and examine the construction, the sort of magical imprint of the crown, you're getting a very strong illusion vibe coming from this crown. You also notice as you turn it over in your hand, despite your best efforts, the tarnishing does not wipe away. That even if you kind of wipe it with that cloth that it's wrapped in, it makes no difference.
3: Well, I think it has some illusory purpose, but beyond that... The illusion would explain the color, I guess.
4: It, wishing I wasn't born on a leap year, dookie here. <laughs> you know... I, I'm actually a really good judge of character and uh, people trust me, you know, as is my job. So perhaps we can uh, search around this uh, here castle and uh, meet these people and uh, get a good feel for who they are. And uh, if they were to get their hands on this uh, diadem, what they do with it, you know, we're going there anyway. We're probably going to meet them.
2: Well, they'll probably let us in the front door if we show them the crown and say, we're here to give this to your king and queen.
4: Uh, yeah, but maybe we should hold that back, you know? If you just give all your your cards and your chips and your, uh, your baked goods, you know, out front, people <laughs> only want that, you know, and they don't want to get to know you or uh, what's in your heart. They just want the things.
2: I don't care what if they know what's in my heart.
4: Yeah, well, that might come to bite you one day. I just sort of feel like if we just stick this crown out, who knows? I think we should just keep it to ourselves for a little while.
2: Works for me. I'm always a fan of holding back information. My concern is that they have Trevor inside this castle.
4: Well, we could search the castle first. You know, sneak in. See what's going on. See if, uh... You know, bad things, bad energies going on in there, and uh, then make our decision about what to do as a group. Although you're the master, so you know, <laughs> I gotta go with what you say.
3: Silly kind of shudders a little bit at the matter. She says, "Master, like, I could fly around if it would be uh, would be useful for scouting purposes, but uh, there is a risk that, that I will be seen." I do encourage scouting. We should definitely scout and see if we can sneak in without
2: uh, knocking on the front door.
4: Seems that there's a lot going on. So, you know, they might have the doors open today. Or, uh, you know.
3: Today. (laughs) (laughs) It's community day. Tuesdays and Thursdays. We are open to the public.
4: (laughs) You never know. You never know when a castle has visitation. You gotta go look on the pamphlets they give in the village. Yeah. I,
1: uh, I will just say, Rachel, I know that you haven't listened to season two, and you didn't—you really didn't experience Vankala, but you are nailing it so hard. Oh, God.
4: I think it's just because of my eight years in Racine, Wisconsin. you know? Well,
1: yeah, I mean that was definitely the vibe. But if you if you spend time in the, the the upper Midwest, then yeah. Okay, so what are you what are you going to do?
2: Yes, go 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 get a good lay of the land and we can see if we can sneak up and get into
3: this place alright well uh, okay I'm fine with this I'm fine with going ahead with this but before I go and, and scout around I need to be very clear and blunt with you about something Captain Silway I need to ask you a question and I need you to be honest with me that never goes well well <laughs> try, try try this time okay are you ready? Uh, Where is Roton? I'm afraid I'm going to have to need more information before I answer that. Where is Roton? Far away from here. How do you know that name? Well, you told me about him in the last episode. <laughs> I've forgotten about the last episode. It's been so
2: long. <laughs> you really did. You're asking about
3: Roton? He's far away. Down south. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so uh how how do I know he's still alive? I mean he was last I saw him. Uh-huh. It was that in the Shadow
2: Realm? Uh it was not. It was uh in Southern Tier. Southern Tier.
3: Tierfall specifically. Tierfall, you you mean he you mean where I got on your ship? If that's where you got on my ship, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nine hells and he just starts like <laughs> 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 he takes one of his crossbows and just, like, throws it onto the ground, and then he stomps on it, and then he, like, kicks it off. Of all of them, of all of the the and pieces of luck, why, 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 why would this happen to me?
2: I, I don't understand what's happening right now.
0: I... That that makes two of us? What's going on?
2: Also, we need that crossbow. It's a good weapon. Why did you, why did
3: you stomp on it? Uh, it's okay. I'll make another one. Uh, so... Well, since we're all being so honest with each other, I am not actually a deckhand. Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> I am, in fact, a bounty hunter. Do you know how much money is on, on Rotan's head? I don't, but tell me more.
0: (laughs) Does the DM know how much money's on Rotan's head? Because...
3: (laughs) A bounty, you say? Never you mind that. No, 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 I'm I'm minding it. I want to know how much... Well, hold on now. It's my bounty. Oh, that's fine. Okay. But I still want to know how much. What's the biggest amount of money you can imagine?
4: I think about I think about, you know, forty dollars. <laughs> I don't know if that was aimed at me or it
3: Well you know Well well uh, Dookie let's just just put it this way. You could have Kringles for the rest of your life. Oh shucks, man. It might be a pretty now short would... life if you just spent it on Kringles, but
4: but it would be a a real beautiful one, though.
1: It, I'm sorry.
4: Um, who is a... <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Before we... G- g- give me a history check, Dookie.
4: Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Plus zero. Mm.
1: Yay, 15. Dookie, you seem to remember a plaque in the center of Vankala. Uh, that said, in memory of Rotan von Bastard. Uh,
4: hey. <laughs> you know, I went searching up here, and I seem to remember in the middle of town, there was this uh plaque with the name Rotan von Bastard. Oh, I'm so sorry, that was a... That was a bad
1: word. (laughs) And now that you think about it, you also remember seeing Silway's name on that plaque.
2: I remember that plaque, yeah. Oh. There's a funny story behind that.
4: Oh. Uh, Captain, I think I remember seeing your name up there, too.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the plaque.
4: Oh, man. Okay. It's, uh, starting to connect up here.
2: (laughs) Is my memory
1: being honored properly in Vankula?
4: It... Oh, yeah, you got a plaque in everything, boss. I
2: mean, shoot.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but this the plaque was erected when they thought you died, the three of you.
2: So it says in memory of, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, and I think Trevor was on that plaque, too.
2: Oh, good.
4: Uh, so I take it, uh, I mean, you're not dead, I don't think.
2: I am not dead, no.
4: So I maybe could uh, surmise that then Rotan is not dead.
2: Rotan is not dead. Nobody on that plaque is dead, in fact. At least, not that I know of.
4: Well, you know, vonkel has got some misinformation then, you know. It's not new. <laughs> it's not new. Who, who is, uh, could somebody tell me about Rotan?
2: He's a, a friend of mine, my former traveling companion. Oh.
3: All right, hold on. Apparently, wants to kill. I'm going to scout while while you are explaining all of this. No, you're not. (laughs) They're going to stay right
2: here and talk to us. All right. This whole castle shadow realm thing can wait for a second. What is this about
3: a bounty on Rotan? Well, what do you mean? What is it about a bounty on Rotan? Who who put the bounty out? Well, that would be telling, wouldn't it? I wouldn't be a very good bounty hunter if I went around telling people who's hiring me to go do things. And I'm, yes, this is important. I want you to tell me. For all you know, it could have been a sign on a poster somewhere, right? For all I know, that's why I'm asking you. Tell me. I want you to know I'm a professional and I'm not going to tell you who is looking to pay out this bounty. If you want to go figure it out yourself, you can go do that. But I am writing a book about bounty hunting and I would not be, be abiding by the terms that I'm laying out in that book if I were telling you who's paying out for it. I don't care about any of that.
4: (laughs) Hey, I think we just want to know why,
3: not the who. Yeah, can you tell us why at least? Why? You want to know why? Is this? I think so. Is this not the same Roton who burnt down a town in Nightfall? He did do that, yes. Well, there you go. What more reason do you need? The man is clearly a menace. You're not wrong, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find Rotan, you're going to have to convince me to t- take you to him. And to do that, you're going to have to be a lot more friendly than you are right now. More friendly than what? You need to tell me whose bounty, you need to tell me how much, and you need to tell me why exactly.
3: <laughs> and then I will decide if I will take you to him. Oh no, that's, uh, that's not going to work on me, I'm afraid. Well, then, no information for you, then. Uh, I think I've got all the information I need, so thank you very much. You're not tearful. Yep.
2: All right. Well, good to know that my friend is under threat by my crew.
3: Well, now, uh, let's not dwell on that. Let's deal with the problem at hand, which is this here uh, shadow whatever that's happening.
2: We will revisit this before you board back on my ship. But then, but
3: yes, we have a
2: task in front of us.
3: All right. That sounds fine with me. Now can I go scout or what? Go scout. All right. I may be about to die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Zeb, you take to the skies. And once you get above the, sc- the tree line, it's... Your visibility's not great. You know, it's still... You're flying through shadows and fog, and the terrain is sort of slightly transparent, Though the the keep itself seems very present, very tangible. The forest ends about a thousand paces from the keep itself. There is a moat surrounding the keep of the deepest, blackest shadow. There's a drawbridge, though, and it is down. The portcullis is up, and there are no guards that you can see standing outside. The castle seems wide open.
3: Okay, uh, let's gain some altitude.
1: You gain some altitude, and the entire area surrounding the castle seems empty. You hear the sound of laughter, you hear the sound of music coming from within, but you don't see a soul without.
3: And there's no, like, lights coming out of windows?
1: There is. There are windows, and you see that same purplish-violet light emitting from all the windows.
3: All the windows, okay. There's no courtyard or anything?
1: No, the keep itself, the drawbridge opens up into the keep. There is no courtyard beyond the wall.
3: All right, well, I'll I'll circle it and and get as much of an idea of the layout externally as I can. And then uh, I'll return to the party.
1: Okay, you return to the party. Uh, You give your report. What are you all going to do?
3: You said it would look empty? Well... I said I couldn't see anyone, but it does sound like there is somebody inside having a grand old time. A grand old time sounds like a good distraction. I see we go in. Agreed. Oh, yeah.
1: Are you going to make any effort to conceal yourselves?
2: Yes. <laughs> I will be as stealthy as possible.
1: Okay. All right. The same with the rest of you? Yep. Sure. She, uh, she
0: pulls up the hood of her, uh, her cloak, um, which is sort of a dark purple fading to midnight blue. And uh, we'll be as stealthy as
1: we can. Okay. So you cover up, and you begin to skulk your way along the roads and through the hills. foothills. It's not far. Again, you approach the open drawbridge. It's wide open. You can't seem to see past the purple light that's emanating from within. You cross the drawbridge. Not a soul, but the laughter is louder. The music is louder. Your song and merriment mugs toasting. You find yourselves on the precipice. Do you cross? Hell yeah. You all step forward into the bright purple light. Silway, you're enveloped by a familiar feeling as the cold emptiness of the Shadow Realm returns. Upon the other side, you find yourselves in a large, dark keep. You look at one another and what you see Is not what you were. Till next time.
0: (laughs) So he pumps a fist.
2: Yes, back of shadow realm. Uh,
0: Well, that's about enough for now. Suppose we should leave some yarn to spin for next time. If you're liking the tale so far, wouldn't say no to a bit of kindness. You can leave us a note on your podcast app or drop us a line at theater at gmail.com. And if the mood strikes you, you can leave us a little something at patreon.com slash theater. A little coin goes a long way, and we'd sure be appreciative. But not to worry. We'll keep telling the story till it's done. See you on down the road.